It's another episode of the Pin High Podcast presented by Golficity. We have a great show for you guys. We're capping an always wild week at the Waste Management Phoenix Open. A ton of Twitter fan questions to get into. And, of course, some DFS picks to make you guys some money this week. Let's get into it. As always, I'm joined by Trevor and Jeek. Um, I mean, let's just get right into the Waste Management Open. It's always, I feel like every year going through social media, Instagram, Twitter, everything, you're just seeing like so many viral clips from this specific tournament. Oh, because yeah, that one hole. the rowdiest tournament. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's the rowdiest hole in golf. Rowdiest, yeah, rowdiest hole in golf. I, I, I could sit and watch that hole like the entire day, like the featured hole. Oh, <laughs> the featured absolutely. Like, I need to find I need to find some shade. Yeah, that would be or like if, if, if you're if you're in a box, that'd be kind of nice too. Yeah. Well, have you seen the Same videos? Here, like the... watching the rest of the, like watching the rest of the tournament on TV. It's up up above. That'd be have really you nice. seen the videos? Have you seen the videos of the people like rushing in at like 4 a.m. to like get yeah, seats? Yeah, that's 16? crazy. Yeah, so let's start with that. I, I mean, that. like, I bet at some point we'll we'll be going to this tournament at some point down the line, whether it's in a year or two years, but. We, I feel like you have to have a strategy for uh, for that. Like you need to like get in shape to do that like mile and a half run. <laughs> mile and a half. You have to sprint. Or we got to get inside the is rope. It, it, uh, is passes. it really a mile and a half? <laughs> that's like that's like by the end of the court. Like 18th hole is like across like the water pretty much. Or it's like. Because you have to run like down a mile. It's like a mile. Uh, you would have to, the... We'd have to get out a map though and like find yeah. the most efficient route. I, I think you just, I mean, 18's just along the, the road. Up. 18's along the road and 17's right behind that. I mean, I think it's, I'm pretty sure it's, I'm pretty sure 18, like 18's like pretty close to 16 right there. Yeah. I don't know. And also it's underrated that you're just wait, uh, I guess people start on the back. So you're only, but you're still waiting for a good, you know, seven. Well, on Saturday months. or Sunday, you're waiting for like. Yeah, on Saturday or Sunday, you're waiting for hours. Time. <laughs> mm-hmm. More than two hours. Well, oh, yeah, it's like the round didn't like, start yet, yeah. Yeah. So, a lot more than two hours. But yeah, but everybody's just sitting there and drinking for like four hours. <laughs> like, that's why the song is by the, time the, by the time the first group comes through, it's already like, it's like, uh, I don't know, noon and you're probably already hammered. Yeah, right. So I the know. crowd's already really rowdy. Mm-hmm. That's why I'd need to find some shade, or else I don't think I would make it out of this without just like sun poisoning, alcohol poisoning, all of the above. <laughs> We'd have to carry you out. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. It'd be, it, it, uh, it'd be worth it, though. On that oh. hole. Um, but, of course, we had Webb Simpson winning it. Um, you know, I, I was watching the last uh, couple holes before the Super Bowl, which, you know, like, it, it got dangerously too close to 630. Very close. <laughs> like, if Webb Simpson didn't make that putt, I was, like, debating whether I, I was, was going to change the channel. I think I it was, was perfect. Confused. It was perfect because it was like all, like all this like drama in the tournament, and then like right as you right like okay, that's over. I'll just go to the Super Bowl now. And it was like just starting the national anthem. It was perfect. Oh yeah, no, I texted Jeek. I was like, you want to cook up like a Tony Finau graphic? Um, and I was like, absolutely going, not. <laughs> yeah, no. So like, I mean, I had but like anyway, I had to watch my Demi Lovato, uh, uh, national anthem bet lose. Of course. Of course. I couldn't, I, I couldn't be watching t- Webb Simpson Tony Finau. Um, she tried to make the over, but 
couldn't do it. She tried yeah, to pause. Yeah, she had that out. pause. Yeah, Met, like pause and long nose. It looked like she was gonna miss it by like, like thirty seconds, but then she yeah. was just like belting. She was, it. Just she was trying for it. Yeah. So you at least respect Sorry. her for that. Yeah, you do. I made it out net positive out of the Super Bowl, which is all you can ask for. As did I. I made it out more than positive. <laughs> yeah. So, but just like you gotta feel bad for Tony Fino. He yeah, just he's... can't seem to win. I, t- he... I I I tweeted from the Twitter account. I said. Uh, Tony Finau, the like the king of second uh, solo second finishes. Yeah, he's like he was literally going to 17. He was up to two holes to play, and Webb buries the last two, and then buries the playoff hole. It's like like well, it's like he Tony can't. Really, I guess Tony can. You could I mean, tell him to bury one of those holes, but, but yeah, he couldn't. And it's just. I mean, he was in much very, very down the stretch. Well, on 18, he was like a lot closer than what, like he hit a monster drive on 18. Where he was like yeah. 80 yards to the hole, and Webster yeah, had like 130. He crushed so like, that drive. Like I mean, you could say, oh, he should put it closer there, but like that's easier said than done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I mean, like that that was it. That was just Webb Simpson having ice in his veins. I mean, one of the best I mean, players on tour. Always been a good putter. The putt, yeah. The, the putt he made on 18 was that was a lot, like it's not an easy putt. And yeah, pretty his much the same stroke, exact putt. His putting no, stroke looks so smooth too. It does, yeah. I mean, Tony, I think it's the smoothest, smoothest on tour. Tony Finau's never been a, like a sensational putter, and first of all, I, lo- I love that green grip he has on his on his putter. Um, yeah. But like I he had a that. putt, he had a very makeable putt there on the on 18. Mhm. Definitely. I'm always, I'm always sketched out by the claw grip, like like putters. Webb Simpson so, does Sergio, that now. Sergio does I that. I know. I just I just am. Yeah, our, some people doesn't work out too well, but like it's I mean, Finau's not the best putter, I guess, but. Simpson's I mean, a pretty good player now. Yeah, I mean, I, I've seen a lot of people do it. Our pro at, at the golf course I worked at this summer did it, and, like, he would just be, like, out on the practice green draining putts. <laughs> but I also don't understand how you, like, keep that. Do that. I don't, I don't, yeah, I, you need to teach like, me how to do it. Like, you try it, you try it, and it's just like, wow, like, I feel so unstable right now. Um, and then just some notable things that we had happen during the tournament. We had Finau, Homa, uh, Justin Thomas. They were all wearing Kobe jerseys. Of course, so that was one of the one of the tributes. But um, the whole location on Sunday on 16 was 24 paces on and eight from the left, which was you know that was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah it was I like pretty that cool. a lot. Mm. Um, and Fina was fire on that hole like all week too, and he wore the oh, yeah. the entire week. Did he have three straight birdies, and then he parred the on Sunday. I think pretty so. Sure? Yeah, all wearing the Kobe jersey, so mm-hmm. that was pretty cool. Um, uh, did yeah. you see? Did you see when he was making putts? He was like doing like the the follow through of his hand. He made like yeah. a one foot putt and like still like. Really? <laughs> I didn't see that. <laughs> That's so funny. I I also saw like Greg Kittle do that last night in the Super Bowl. I saw Greg like, Kittle. George Kittle. <laughs> Wait, that's literally because of pardon my take. Yeah, right? it is. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Of course I said that. I mean, that's really they're funny. right. It is. It does sound better than George Kittle. It does. Sound it better, does. Yeah. It's it's more that's intimidating. So that's funny. I'm a little biased. <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, and then also another cool thing that happened, un- not Kobe related, but our guy Harry Higgs, who becoming uh, becoming one of my favorites after I noticed him at the um, what was it? What was the tournament right before this? Um. The farmers insurance. Farmers. The farmers insurance open. I, I noticed him then, and like he was, he played really well there. And then this week he uh, he drove the green on 17 and was like uh, 
riding his driver like a horse, and then he just yeah. nailed the eagle putt from 80 feet away or something like right. that. Crazy. <laughs> that was a crazy Absolutely putt. Crazy. Absolutely electric. I mean, he's way more electric than than our than our current favorite player. I will say that he at least has comments turned on on his Instagram. <laughs> comments turned on. Okay. Dude, I'm sorry. Right. Ches Ches needs to turn the, his comments on. What what PR agent said that that was a good idea? Nobody's nobody. There's nobody's that's gonna like shit on him either. Like nobody's gonna. Best case scenario, he's gonna have us very, like, on there, like liking him guy. up. I would like the word might not even be likable. It's just like average, generic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> not there's, there's, there's nothing wrong with him like, at all. But he's our guy. He, he just is. doesn't do anything bad. No. So it's like there's no, there's no reason he, he doesn't like he doesn't win a whole lot. So there's no reason to hate on him at all. If yeah, if we if he if he's playing the players, which I would assume he is. Yeah, I'm assuming he is. We're calling him to the stand if we're if we go if we end up going, which starting to lean towards yes. Um, and we're asking make him the cut to, for that to happen. True. <laughs> yeah. True. He didn't. Hey, maybe he hangs around on the weekend. We're asking him why he doesn't have his Instagram t- comments turned on. We are. That's one of our questions. That is question number one. <laughs> Patrick Diamond from the official Ches Reevy fan club. Yeah, hey, Patrick and Diamond. And the Pin High podcast. Noted Ches Reevy super fan. Why don't you have your Instagram comments turned on? Just just wondering. <laughs> I would I would be most loyal commenter. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that uh, that about does it for the Waste Management Open. It's never, I mean, like, my, I don't really have an issue with Webb Simpson. Like, no, neither do I. Guy and stuff, but, like, he's just, like, not that exciting. He's just Quick not flashy. Stat. Quick stat on Tony Finau. Uh, last three years, including this year, uh, he had twenty. He has twenty-eight. He has twenty-eight top tens, in three, including three this year, and no wins in the last. As three in years. three in twenty twenty already. Yeah. And two in the past. Yeah. Weeks. His only win was twenty sixteen at the Puerto Rico Open, and since then he's had yeah twenty-eight. At least 28 top tens, no wins. I got. We gotta start putting and a handful of second place finishes. Money on Fino top tens. That's I. That's like literally he's he's always hanging around. Always, it's crazy. Is he playing this week? I don't. I don't think he is. Yeah, I feel like he's not. I don't think but he's he, been no. playing a lot recently. He has been playing a lot. Yeah, I feel like I see him every day or every weekend. Yeah, I don't think he's playing. I this keep week. picking him. But so. <laughs> we keep picking him. So. Yeah, I mean Trevor just keeps recycling our 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 old picks. <laughs> yep, and it worked out. It worked out the, be- worked for the out best this week. this week. So I mean, yeah, you got t- you got Fina last week, and yeah, it was only it was um it was only a matter of time before it worked out. He also his salary wasn't even that high. It was like ninety nine hundred no. or something. I think it was like ninety six. Ninety six, yeah, something yeah, like that. It's not like even that high. If you get someone who's, he probably should have won. If you get someone who's second though at at that, I like. Yeah, that's that salary. That's good. He should, and he should have won. You're right. Should. I mean, we could talk about like this week. The like top players played pretty well. Yeah, it was, it was more the top much. players that did well. I mean, JT kind of snuck into the top ten there. He surged. Yeah. Yeah. He like, did. Uh, he finished. He finished T three, which I didn't realize that at all. Yeah, in the top five. I yeah. No what, did idea. He shoot, what did he shoot on Sunday? He shot. He had like, to have gone really low. Like a sixty-one, probably. Um, he shot six under. So no, 66? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, I don't know, because he finished so yeah, early. Yeah, he came out of nowhere. He, I didn't see him, like, 
Matt Turner on the very like, last few minutes, but I mean, you had a couple guys with just like really low rounds this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, do we want to? We can move on to the Twitter fan questions this week. We actually got a, a good amount this week, so uh, keep keep sending those in, and we'll we'll answer them. Shout you out. Our first one comes from a loyal fan, Mike Ryder. Um, he asked us if if any of us have had lessons, and if how often. Uh, we get one if we do. I guess I'll start with, because um, I am the outlier here, never had a lesson in my life. How's it working out? You, uh, well, yeah. You're getting, you you're getting better. You're getting better. <laughs> I'm getting better. You're I, getting better by that. I tinker with my own swing. I'm, so, I'm self-taught. It, yes. So. If, it, if you had a lesson, like you'd like, like every now and then, it'd probably like, help a lot. But I feel like they totally better. switch your swing. Probably. I don't, I don't know. Like it's well, yeah, like you can't, you, you, can't you, you, you can't you can't totally switch it. You have to like adjust to it. Well, yeah. Yeah. I feel like my swing isn't as unconventional as it used to be as well. Mm-hmm. I agree. So, but yeah. yeah, that's 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 the answer to that for me. Okay. And I guess I guess I'll go now as the other mid handicapper player. Um, I took a couple lessons last year. Shout out Pete Bell, my guy. Um, I went like once a week. Uh, for like an hour, half an hour, I kind of forget. Um, and like, you just kind of got to stick with it, with it, because like, I got really bad for a couple of weeks when I started taking lessons. Like, I couldn't hit the ball anywhere. Because um, yeah. he was tinkering with my swing, whatever. But I kind of stuck with it. Um, I still didn't. I wish I had more time to take more lessons, because I probably would have kept my swing more consistent that way. But now I'm just kind of like between my old swing and my like new swing, which is like. Mm-hmm. He like made my new swing like a shorter backswing and like all that stuff. But I was gonna say, do you think it's worth it to just get one? No. Lesson? If you're gonna get yeah. one one lesson, like don't even don't even maybe, think about it. Maybe, <laughs> maybe 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 like you don't have to get like a ton, but like maybe like do one and like come back like a couple weeks later and see what happens. I will say, yeah, um, so if you're gonna get a lesson for like one thing, definitely putting. Um, like yeah, because you can one, do one lesson. Yeah, one lesson from putting actually got me a lot better at putting. Mm-hmm. Than like one lesson like swinging because your swing just kind of is messed up because you're trying to find your tempo and your backswing and like all that stuff but like putting if you take one lesson like of putting you could kind of take that and practice that yourself like whenever you want because you could putt literally anywhere exactly you know those, those drills are really nice and uh, i guess as a lower lower handicap i'll i when i was younger i had a lot of lessons and i kind of like over like probably like in like Early mid like freshman sophomore junior high school I had a lot of lessons too. The past couple past like few years I mean I've kind of like it's kind of died down and I've had maybe I'll have like one lesson and maybe a summer or two just to like check in if I'm really doing something like if I have like the shanks or something like that if I'm doing something really bad but I mean it's just it just helps you get back on track I and mean, you kind of suck for a little bit after a lesson sometimes but after like a couple of days you get back into it and you feel like you're amazing so. I was going to say, like, kind of different, but, like, in during when I played baseball, like, I would check in, like, at, towards the end just to, like, refresh. So, and mm-hmm. I'm sure it's the same thing just with, like, swing mechanics in baseball and, and golf. Like, you just need a refresher. Like, if yeah, you're, exactly. If you're, already ver- if you're already, like, at the top, like, pretty good. I would say well, the lessons I would have, like, over the summer, they'd be just check, kind of checking in. So, okay, I'm doing, like, this one thing wrong. Let's get back to me doing this one, like, this thing right. And then, like, after 30 minutes, I'm back to hand the ball perfectly and it's it changes it changes a lot 
And yeah, I, I will, I will and, say. And then I know, and after like over time, after the amount of lessons like you you accumulate, like you know, like you're doing something wrong, you know, pretty much know, or you're pretty confident you know what you're doing wrong, so you can fix it better, and it's, it just makes it like you don't have to go to as much lessons if you don't want to. And I will say, if you're like a mid level slash high handicap and you're taking lessons, just stick with it, because like yeah. you're gonna get worse like that just happens uh but the only way way to get better better. yeah the only way to get better is to get worse and like i remember i took lessons like a couple summers ago like i took like a couple lessons and i was just like it was the end of the summer and i was like i i'm just not gonna take lessons anymore the rest of the summer because like i'm playing much better without with like my like old swing than my new swing but if you're gonna take lessons stick with it Mm -hmm. right all right, so thank you to Mike for that one. Keep sending them in. Sending them in. Um, this one is from Mike Fasano, of course, um, our guy at Golficity. And he said, what are your thoughts on Phil for some defending champ magic this week at Pebble? Buy or sell? And I have kind of, I'm kind of teetering on this one because I think Phil kind of thrives in the lightheartedness of this tournament. Because like yeah, it's a pro, I, I it's can, a pro I, I was able to say that I'll say he's, it's like it's not. I feel like it's not as serious as other, like PGA Tour tournaments. So she just like goes goes out there and has some fun. Yeah, this exactly. is a big uh, this is a big tournament where Phil uh, usually ends up in a hospitality tent and uh, has to yeah. head off the hospitality tent. Yeah, off, <laughs> off, off, off the mats and everyone goes crazy around him. Yeah, so uh, this usually happens in this tournament. But at the same time, like. We also I picked him in DFS the week he played at the at La Quinta, and like he got cut. So it's like he is getting older. He's still hitting bombs, of course, but I mean it's it's really hard to say. I don't. He, just, I, he needs a consistent week. I mean he's has we like he'll hit he'll hit bombs, but he'll also like go all the way right, all the way left. Um, yeah. And some weeks he just doesn't have the putter. He's not putting well. So, like, I mean, he just needs to get hot. He is hitting the ball further than he ever has before. He's just not, like, which is for him for him as age, it's like, it's crazy because but again, that's technology not even... and his, like, new diet and everything like that. I mean, he, he could, he could, I could very well see him, like, doing well again, but I don't know. It would, it would be interesting to see how he, because obviously, I don't, dr- driving isn't, like, the biggest thing this no. week. It's like, it's like approach and putting. And accuracy. But it never hurts to, hit the ball further so maybe yeah. I mean, like the approach is just going to get easier the further he hits it so i think I if i have to be to lean towards the side it's definitely to buy i mean also he has a course horse i think he's won like four times in this event yeah so, so. like i don't i if i had to lean one side i think i would say he does well this week from what we've just kind of mm-hmm. broke down there and I he also won like last year 10. so i would say i would say he does like top 10 top 15 maybe i, I, I th- yeah that's I feel like I've talked myself into it throughout this. Yeah, I feel like I have too. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, and then we got one from Patty B seventeen. Uh, is Jordan Spieth done as a top tier player? This is like a major this is a, contender. This is a very, very good question. A Ryder President Cup guy, top thirty FedEx Cup guy. It's a good question. I mean, I, I hope not. Not. I hope. I hope not. It's, but here's the thing. It's hard. It's hard to believe in him right now. Though. That's the thing. Twenty. He's twenty six. Twenty six. Twenty six. Like, he's got, like, there's no way that you can tell me that he's never gonna like. You can confidently no. tell me he's never gonna win another major. He's never gonna win a turn. Ryder or Presidents Cup. He's he he'll be in the Ryder Cup and Presidents Cup still. Do I? Th- he'll probably be in the top thirty first. Like, 
he like he'll he'll contend like the Masters will contend like every year, every year he'll contend the Masters. He's my favorite. He's like my favorite player, but like I don't, I don't see it happening this year. Well, at this point, you don't really trust him, but like I think at some point, if he just keeps playing like like he has been the last like year or so, um, he'll make some switches. He'll, he'll probably make some changes with his coaching and stuff like that. And like still, I think he'll still make a, still a best putter. Yeah, and he'll make he'll make adjustments where he'll get his swing in the right place, and then you might start seeing an uptick for Jordan Spieth one year. Yeah. Well, here's the and thing: like there's years back. Like there was years in which Tiger was switching his swing around, which is what Jordan Spieth is doing. Like last year at the at the PGA, he was was talking to some media after. He's like, I still don't really have it right now, and like mm-hmm. and he's still going through some changes. So like, I mean, Tiger did the same it, thing, and it he happens like every now and then people like have like years off. Slump. Yeah, so yeah, like like people have years off before. Like he's 26 years old. He still has so he'll be around for 20 more years. Yeah. He'll, so he'll, he'll still has so much golf. Is done even the slightest. I think he could easily win another five majors. Like you, if you told me that, I wouldn't be surprised. Five. Okay, I, whatever. Yeah, I can. I can see him. I can I mean, see him. Not five. Like, you know what I'm saying, though. If you if if if, if you told me if you told me what we, I, he won five, I'd be surprised. If you told me he won like two more, I I would I would take that. I I think that's like two or three, I guess. Yeah, I don't know if I meant five, but you. Yeah, yeah, you know it. I know you, told you meant. Told me he won a couple a couple more majors. I wouldn't be surprised. But like top 30 FedEx Cup, Ryder Cup, Preston's Cup, he'll he'll be on the he'll be on a lot of those teams. A lot he'll get back teams. to a consistent part of his yeah, game. And, yeah, he definitely will. Um, and then we had Jay Jaklinski. I don't know if I said that right, but um, what he said. Uh, what do you think Victor Hovland's chances are at winning a major this year? I mean, I don't. I, I don't think he won this Masters year. Masters last year, I guess. But like, so he's a dark horse there, I guess. But like. I don't. Th- I don't think he wins one this year. Yeah, I don't think this is the year. I, I don't think he, he could. He, him, he's, he's, still, he's still. He's still pretty much a rookie on tour. Like if there, he didn't fit well the whole rookie, year. If there's one rookie, I think, or like you know, like kind of rookie, uh, that I think has the best chance, it's Colin Morikawa. I agree. I agree. He's the most complete right now. Yeah. But like, um, I, mean, well, I, mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, Hovland's great too. I like him a lot. Yeah, yeah, he definitely has. He definitely has a game to compete yeah. in a major. Um, he's just gotta get more consistent, more. I don't think this tour. is a year, but he definitely has the game, and like, like I wouldn't be surprised if he was competing in one. No, yeah, I guess no, no, no. If, 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 if he was, I, I, I don't think he's gonna win one, but if he's com- like, if he's like, uh, like competing on a Sunday, I would not be surprised at all. I mean, my take is just there's so much, there's too many like good players in the game right now where I just don't realistically see him winning one. I, I agree. this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, again, like yeah, I think between him and Matt Wolf, I think Victor Hovland might have a better chance this year. I think Matt Wolf isn't as consistent as Victor Hovland. I agree. Which also could technically, I mean, like I think, I mean, Matt Wolf can get really hot with it, but I don't know. I think it's gonna take more experience for a guy like Matt Wolf. Maybe mm-hmm. I'm just saying that because of his swing. But, <laughs> so maybe I'm just biased, but. Not that I don't. And love we'll it. see. I mean, <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, I I would love to see more Kyle Wolf or Hovland do something big this year, but I just don't. This year might not for, be the year. I mean, yeah. If you want to go with a bold prediction, like uh, a bold prediction would be like Kyle more Kyle in a major this year, because like I yeah. think like it's not outlandish, but like it's he's probably, yeah, he has the best chance of the three of them. So, yeah, yeah, he's just been playing the best. Mm-hmm. And then we got a good one here from some guy named Peter Catalano. Never heard of him. Might or not be, might or might not be related to Gregory here. Um, he said, "What's your favorite golf-themed movie?" I'll go, go, go ahead, Pat. Go ahead, Pat. 
I'm going with the Legend of Bagger Vance. That's a, that's not what I was, well, I was expecting you to take. Golf movie. No. <laughs> I was not expecting golf. you to take that. That's why when we were discussing it before this, like we we're discussing like, Jeek was like, oh yeah, there's only th- like three good golf good golf movies. I bet that's not one of the ones that you were. It was not. It was not one of the ones. It was not one of the ones I was thinking of. Exactly. So no, no, I love Legend of Bagger It has Will Smith, has Matt Damon. I need to watch that. I haven't seen that. Yeah, no, I think I watched like the second half of it recently because it was like just on when I was flipping channels, and it 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 held up. Great movie. <laughs> I guess it's your favorite golf movie, huh? It is. That's what All I just right. said. I guess I'm I'm torn. <laughs> um, I'm torn. I mean, obviously, I think Caddyshack's the way to go. It's just like the classic golf movie. Like it is. When you say golf movie, that's the first thing that comes in my mind. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, there's also Happy Gilmore, but I, I was gonna like say Caddyshack I, I might... better. I might like uh, Caddyshack versus Happy Gilmore is a tough, tough. Yeah, it is tough. The, 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 I'm just gonna very, roll. They're very, I'm gonna roll. They're very similar types of movies. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna roll uh, Caddyshack. Caddyshack, gotcha. I'll go with the uh, the greatest game ever played. That was the one I was going with the whole time. That's what you're going with. Uh, yeah, I've never seen it. I know a Shadow's Love. Um, it's that, I'm gonna that, think... that one's that one that one's really really good. All right, and then I told you this earlier, uh, Space Jam. Not yeah, a golf movie, but is but a golf movie. We will include that. But not a golf movie. movie. <laughs> it's it's guy, a golf movie. All I can picture right now is the guy digging up digging up the hole in the green. Yeah. It's a golf movie like Die Hard's a Christmas movie. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. So great movie. <laughs> um, then there's just a little throw in here. I think we already did. We already have this one from. No, he didn't, we didn't answer it. Last this week. Todd Streeter guy. Because Todd Streeter said, "What is scarier, a, cat- a cat- What is scarier, a Category Five hurricane or Tiger in red down by three going to the Sunday at the Masters?" I think this one's easy. I think, obviously, this is an easy question, but I'll counter it with a, a question, another question. How many strokes would you need at Augusta National on Tiger to win? Oh my going God! Going to a Sunday in when red. How many strokes? Twenty-five. <laughs> well, well, you. Like in oh, general, I, 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 I would need like seven. If, if, if I'm put twenty-five, <laughs> I mean, if I'm put twenty-five on Tiger and is like, and he's in Sunday red and I'm playing against him, I'm gonna shoot ninety at best, very best. And he's gonna shoot like sixty-five. Six, yeah, <laughs> maybe around so. there. We'll probably shoot like sixty-five. It was like, and I'll probably shoot like actually probably like thirty. I'll probably shoot like ninety-five. Yeah, I honestly, if I was down by anything less than like forty strokes, this I is with the gallery. That's terrifying. Too. This is with the gallery. <laughs> with the gallery. Like, I have a forty-stroke lead with on Tiger. Gallery? I just won't show up. If I had a forty-stroke lead on Tiger, I mean, I'd... if this is if, if this is with the gallery, I, I would shoot a hundred at best. You also just can't pick. You can't just pick up. You're like no, you can't. <laughs> a mental breakdown out there. Like you're Jordan in for Spieth, a third... Jordan Speed on the twelve. Well, hopefully the gallery will but, help me. I, like, I would hit like nine I, in the water. Hopefully the gallery helped me as like a like a boundary. So like you know in bowling when you put the bumpers oh, yeah, up, yeah, yeah. the gallery would be like my bumpers. So I'll just like be able to hit the gallery or hit like the stands and stuff. And like, I, 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 I wouldn't be able to hit driver off the tee. I would, I would just be, I would be too nervous. I would, be, I would top the driver. I would hit three iron off every tee. I would need I would need to give out like 
at least like 15 signed gloves to fans because <laughs> I would hit so many of them. Yeah. So, 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 so a box of gloves in your... Uh, yeah, just throw a box just of gloves. Have your caddy, just have a, have a second caddy that's just, carrying like... Just ready for gloves ready. I already have like... I would already have done the, uh, the signing pre-round. Yeah. I have them ready to go. Just toss them out. You probably just want to hand, hand, hand them out to every like, fan like on the way in. 10, 15 balls too. Just to that way, maybe you'll get the, the crowd water. behind you. I don't know. Yeah, you know. You know. You, I feel be like everybody's like clear out. Manly people like right there in the crowd. People would not be nearly as confident, like, standing near you. So, like, as they are with, like, Tiger Woods or a pro. Oh, no. You, like, you, like, people, like, the people pros. People clear like, out. You, you're standing, like, in, like, they're, like, if you're in, like, a country club and you're standing, like, in where people, some people stand when they're in, like, the woods, like, you'd be, like, you'd be, like, okay, I have to move back. Like a lot, a lot back. I always like wonder that, like when you see those videos, from, yeah. like like way right, and there's like the galleries, like like spreading out. Yeah, like, no, it's, it's a lot it's of them not, are taking the galleries right directly at people, and yeah. like they're going like right over them. It's literally like like the like the players like in this little like corner, and like there's like the galleries like just like has a little like alleyway for the player to hit, and like I don't know how the player like doesn't like. Hit hit someone like on the right or left of the gallery it doesn't yeah, make sense to me you experienced that with Chaffman, right Chof. at, uh, at the pga last year oh we did were you i don't think trevor was there was, uh, was it other it was other trevor it was other trevor well yeah but Short, like Chaffman went, went went all the way right and like it was like right near us and like he was like like hitting as like we were surrounding him yeah, he almost he, he he legitimately almost hit us as we were walking away from like the porta potties or something, and then he's like in the trees. I feel like we said something funny to him, but I honestly don't remember. Yeah, neither do I. That was, I don't remember a lot of that day, but. Chopman's a good guy too. What? Because you had more than like two or two or three. Because it was just like way too early in the morning for me. Oh. <laughs> process. Oh wait, that way we actually did. You're right. Okay, never mind. <laughs> um, I was thinking about the first day. Anyway, I think uh, the Twitter fan questions did pretty well this week. I think it's the best. Pretty good ones. The best turnout for sure from from some yeah. fans. Keep them. I'd coming. say, obviously, keep them coming. I mean, that sparks some great, great conversation. But once again, that'll uh, lead us to our course correspondent, course preview correspondent, Gregory Catalano. Thank you. Thank you. Um. All right. <laughs> Hold the applause. We should put we should put some um, uh, 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 golf claps in just like one that yeah, one. No, yes, right. exactly. <laughs> Throw it in. Except the only yeah. problem is I would. And some, and some quiet, please. Uh, quiet, like, please. Uh, um, batons or whatever they are. Yeah. All right. So uh, this week we got the AT and T Pebble Beach Pro Am. Um, this is another interesting tournament. Uh, three different courses again, which is just like so bad for DraftKings, but we'll go with it again. Um, it will be. Three different rounds, one at Spyglass, one at Monterey Peninsula Country Club, and one at Pebble Beach. And then the Sunday, we'll be at, Mon- at, uh, we'll be at Pebble Beach again, and the cut will be after Saturday. Um, the first course I'll go through is Spyglass. is a par 72. It's 7,035 yards, so not that long, comparatively. Um, it's, it's pretty much similar to Pebble, so I'll go to Pebble too. Pebble is a par 72. It's 6,816 yards this week because um, it's a pro-am, so it's a little bit shorter this week. Right. Um, it's definitely the hardest of the three, and um, if you're thinking about Pebble and you're thinking about the U.S. Open last year, don't think about that. 
is going to be playing completely different than that because they make it much harder for the U.S. Open, obviously. Um, they'll be low rough this week and uh, favorable pin placements, except for maybe Sunday. The greens are very small, though, in Pebble, so that's something to watch out for. And then Monterey Peninsula Country Club, par 71, 6,958 yards. Um, definitely the easiest of the three. Has really large fairways. Like, like you almost have to, like, aim to miss if you're going to miss the fairways. And the rough is only cut to two inches, which is, like, nothing, especially for a pro. Um, important stats to look at this week will definitely be strokes gained approach, um, just based on the fact that all the courses have small greens. And then proximity from 100 to 125 yards is an important stat based on, like, like previous rounds. Like, that seems to be where most guys are hitting their approach shots. And also strokes gained around the greens. Um, weather could be very important this week. Um, the course plays significantly harder when it's windier. Um, so, like, it var- that's why when you look at the final scores of, like, tournaments every year, it kind of varies. Um, it's going to be cold this week. Um, early tee times could be as low as 44 degrees, which is, like, not what we're used to. And it will rise to about 60 degrees, but it's still kind of cold. Um, Thursday through Saturday seems like it's going to be pretty favorable con- conditions, um, pretty normal wind. But Sunday, there's they're predicting right now this could totally change um they're predicting that winds could reach up to 18 miles per hour and maybe even more so watch out for sunday that could be interesting down the stretch um course horses this week uh dustin johnson always plays well here um phil mickelson defending champ has multiple top tens i think he's won like four times and uh brent snedeker also sneak sneakily plays pretty well pebble um the last three winners phil mickelson Ted Potter Jr. and Jordan Spieth. And yeah, that's of course preview for this week. Give him a round of applause real quick. Yeah. Um, so anyway, that's a lot of information to digest. But Especially since there's three courses. Yeah, I was mm. going to say. That's a lot of information. But at the same time, if you're like looking to do some research, um, like not just take only our picks, um, they didn't do too well last week then like you can take these this information we're giving you and literally like it makes doing your research so much easier just look for specific stats from players and usually it works out so mm-hmm. um right before we get into our dfs picks they're brought to you by amp caddy once again um i've been using it a lot recently even though it's only been like 30 degrees in syracuse just you know you can attach it anywhere you can attach it to like a table you can attach it to your shower curtain go cop it for uh for the summer or the spring wherever you are it's promo code pin high for 20 percent off and you're already getting it for 20 dollars off already it's an extra that's basically like 40 dollars off or whatever i'm not very much much of a math guy but go go uh go get it an amp caddy so who wants to start um i guess i'll go <laughs> So, all right, first pick this week, I'm going to go with Max Homa at um, 8,300. He was a T6 last week at the Waste Management and a T9 the week before at the Farmers Insurance. So, two top 10s in the last two weeks. Um, He played really well in the last round. I think he was like seven under. Um, Putted really, really well. So, I'm just going to kind of stick with the hot hand, the hot putter. And I think Max Homa could be a good pick this week just based on his form. All right, uh, I'll go second. I'll do Graham McDowell. Uh, he won the U.S. Open here at Pebble 2010. 
uh, ninth in strokes gained approach this week, which, as Greg said, is a very important stat. And he won last week in the Saudi International Open, or Saudi International on the on the European Tour, which is his first win in a long time there. So he's definitely playing. He's definitely in form coming into this week. He's, he has like, so much experience here. I think he's gonna he'll do pretty well. Um, so before I before I reveal my first pick, obviously we haven't had. Uh, we didn't have a great week of the waste management, but um, as I've been like looking through our information, I think this is going to be a good week for us. I um, agree. First one's going to be confident. first one's going to be my my lower salary guy that I that I have, and that's Jimmy Walker at seventy two hundred. This is price price pretty low. I mean, you can pair it with with like pretty much anybody um, for what his history is here. Like he, this course. Of course, um, emphasize approaches and putting, and he's lost strokes off the tee in times last starts, but he's in, on fire with his irons, and he's made the cut at Pebble nine of the last ten years with a win and four top tens. So for 7,200, I mean, also his the Poa greens are his preferred surface, so 7,200 that's pretty good value at a guy that could put up a top ten. I mean, he's made four out of or five out of ten um, top tens here with a win. So. You again? Ah, snake draft. Right. Um, so I'm gonna go with Jason Day at ten thousand three hundred, and we don't typically go with high salary guys on this podcast, but I feel like this is one. The last time we did, we gave out Justin Thomas, and he and he won. So I'm pretty confident in Jason Day this week. He hasn't finished worse than T11 here in the past six years. Um, and he's number one in stroke, strokes gained around the green. And obviously, approach is going to be key all of this week. He's gotten the putter going recently. Driver's been a little shaky, but, I mean, the approach should um, make up for that as well as the putting. I, th- I, th- I think he, he contends definitely to, to, mm-hmm. to this one. Yeah, he just so. put up a T16 at, at a Farmer's Insurance, and he was just coming back, like getting getting into it. So he'll be out in full force yeah like you see he has so much experience there like he's definitely he's a lock to do really well there definitely right, i'll go uh alex norin which is who's actually my boy because i met him back in 2011 at the pga in rochester new york at dinner i'm before sure he was you. before he was good or before he was like top 15 top 20 in the world but uh he's at a 700 and he's as greg said stroke skin around the green stroke skin approach are very important stats and he's eighth in strokes gained around the green, 18th in strokes gained approach. It's a great combination, and it's always a solid ball striker. Doesn't hit the ball too far, but does, doesn't really matter here. Always a solid ball striker, and it works out for Pebble, for, uh, Pebble Beach Greens uh, really well. So hopefully he does pretty well. And him with Graham McDowell, I think that's a good pairing. As Pat said, Gene Walker and Jason Day are a good pair too with that salary. Alex Norton's one of those guys that always like sneaky, like gets yeah. it, like a top five, like somehow. Exactly. You, you don't really see much of him. You don't really hear much of him, but he always does decent. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. So my second pick, I'm gonna stay with the good ball striker um approach, and I'm gonna go with Brandon Grace at nine thousand. Um. He was actually low key T nine last week at the waste management. I don't really know where he came from, but he was. Um, he sits just outside the top 20 in strokes gain approach, which is pretty good for this year. And he's also top, top 20 in the greens and regulation, which I think is an important stat, even though I didn't mention it before, but like, that's always a good stat to be at. And like I said, he's a great ball striker. 
Um, he's 15th in approach from 120 to 125 yards, which is one of the stats that I singled out this week. So, I mean, good ball striker. I think he'll, even if it gets like windy, I think he'll still be able to play pretty well. So I think Brandon Grace is a pretty good pick this week. He, he And with the wind there, he, he hits the ball really low. So he like, he always avoids the wind pretty much. Exactly. Like, he's played like, I mean, it's golf. If you look at the last couple of weeks of like people who've won, it's been people who are good ball strikers. Mm-hmm. It's like Mark Leishman is the number one ball striker on the tour right now. And yeah, he won two he weeks is. ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was, uh, we're not going to be doing a, uh, a par three segment this week. Those are pretty hard to come up with. Um, when we don't have, you have any ideas. I mean, we, we have some, but like we have some, but they require a little more research. Um, We'll tease that, uh, but send them in Instagram, Twitter, DMs, really anything. If you have any ideas, anybody who's listening to this who sent in Twitter fan questions this week, you guys did a great job. So like, if you could come with a part three segment, that would be fantastic. But we'll also rack our brains a bit to a bit more to do that. But other than that, we'll see you guys next week. Um, follow us on social media on everything. You know, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. TikTok if you're into that. Uh, Yeah, we'll see you next week after the Pebble Beach.